0: Find your people, Mandy. See, I'm gonna get it right if I say it quickly at the top of the show. We're finding our people, and I found you. I found you, Mandy. I was so worried. Our friend my headlamp. My headlamp helped. Look, that headlamp was giving me life yesterday. I'm so glad you're good, and are you going to tell us all about that when we get to your time? I'll be glad to. Okay, well, I'm just glad you're safe. That's the main thing. I'm glad you, glad you so. have Wi-Fi and power so I can talk to you and see your pretty face. I know. I know. Had to go elsewhere to find it, but here we are. I know, right? <laughs> well, I'm glad you persevered. Um. So before we get to your week, I thought I would... um. Tell you about mine. I had the best day. So my friend Maddie, she's now Maddie Herlog, but she's Maddie Henderson, who is um a chaplain in the United Methodist Church. Um, and just so happens to be my chaplain at Emory and nice. my friend. Nice. Um, she suggested when I started school that I every semester after I'm done, take a day for myself. She said, take yourself to brunch, go somewhere new and different every time, go to do whatever, go to the museum, do whatever you want, but you've earned it. So take yourself out for the day. And so I started doing that and it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and so I had the best Katie day this week. It was a little delayed because of Christmas. But (laughs) I got to do it, so I went to brunch at a place in Midtown called the Flying Biscuit,
1: well-known Atlanta institution. Delicious. I thought that was where you were when you sent me
0: the the Uh, tablecloths. I did. I sent. Gave it away. It did. It's so good. They I had not been there in a while, so um, I was glad to go back. They have a great brunch menu and. They serve their mimosas in large juice cups and not in dainty little anythings. And so it was, and they make them right. So it's mostly champagne and very little juice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Susie and I recently had this conversation when her cousin Butch was in town. I apologize, friends. I don't have my microphone. I know. I'll probably She's sound She's like, not in a closet. And I'm not in a closet. I spent enough time in a small space yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but Susie with that were talking about she was she was trying. she likes a bellini. Oh wow um, and so she was asking about that and then we moved on to Cosmos and she was saying for mimosas and for cosmos, the color is very important. Yes. You just want a, a splash, as Kelly Stafford would say on her podcast. That's it. It's a splash.
0: So I decided instead of a regular mimosa, I was going to get a poinsettia, which is a splash of cranberry juice and like half a bottle of champagne. But the good news is you get enough food where, I mean, I was full. I didn't eat till dinner. (laughs) Um, So it was so nice. I sat there and continued reading The Covenant of Water (laughs)
1: which you may be doing the rest of your life. Getting closer.
0: <laughs> and I had that beautiful poinsettia and a great, great breakfast. Um, I did, a um, a, uh, eggs Benedict, but it was with, um, honey fried chicken and it was nice. delicious with the, you know, the, um, the sweet and the savory, which I love that combo. So it was really, really good. Flying biscuit, highly recommend. Try to go at an off time though, because they get real busy, because they're real popular. Um, but it it was very, very good. And um, so I did that. And then it was not far at all to the high. So I went to the high. And what I didn't realize, Mandy, what I should have looked up, but I guess I've never been on a Thursday, is that Thursdays at the High Museum are toddler Thursdays. <laughs> so I get there and I'm like, "You oh, had gosh. you had distraction while viewing your tapestries." There were a lot of small children here today. What is up? And I was like, "Wow!" When I got up to the counter to check in, and he said, "Oh, it's toddler Thursday. You should come on Tuesdays and Wednesdays." And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thanks. great that they great do information that. to know on a Thursday. <laughs> That's great that they do that and I'm sorry they were. Well, <laughs> so what I did was um I went to the more adult um exhibits while you know they had their morning and then by lunchtime the kids were either eating lunch or ready to go so it worked out fine but when i got there i was a little concerned so for all of you who live in atlanta and go to the high avoid thursday mornings (laughs) because there were two school groups and toddler thursday mercy they have a beautiful photography exhibit um down on the um ground floor now that I had not seen that I just loved it was um, the south through the decades and it started back like at the beginning of photography and there were just some beautiful beautiful things um, through the civil rights movement to now it was just it was a really good exhibit so highly recommend um, and then they're working on an exhibit about Paris so that'll go up um I think they said in February so I'll have to have another day at the high. And then, of course, of course, because I sent you pictures, Mandy, um, I had to go visit my tapestries. (laughs) These beautiful quilts that are, you know, just old and beautiful and all done by hand by these um, Appalachian women that don't have names. The fact that they, and I think that's why I'm so drawn to stuff like that is because we see, even though we don't know who made them, we still see the beauty and the handwork that they did. And we honor that. So I love that. Also, you know, love a Renoir and a Monet. <laughs> they have several of those and, yeah, you yeah. know, all the things. Um, so, yeah. So it was a great, great day. And then after that, and I'm really kind of um, embarrassed that I have lived in Atlanta as long as I have and have not been to uh, on a pilgrimage to the Mecca of food. Um, The DeKalb Farmer's Market. Um, Have you ever been? I have not. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So next time you come to Atlanta, we have to go. Another activity that should be done on an off day. Um, On the weekends, it is buggy to buggy traffic people in there. And it's um, totally worth it, but it's, it's hard to get around they have that's where i got some florida strawberries nice um because you told me to and again i do everything mandy tells me (laughs) um i got um they have when you say farmer's market it doesn't really describe it adequately because it's not like an open-air farmer's market like we think of in the south it is more of a international grocery store on steroids so there are walls of spices, some of which I've never heard of. There's a whole end cap of just pink Himalayan salt. There are rows of grains and rice and, you know, these great um, relishes and Asian foods. And there's a really good wine and beer section and... um then you go into the vegetables, the fruit and vegetables, and it's all, like, from all over the world, but it's also local stuff. So, if you've ever watched Chopped, do you watch Chopped at all? Do you know what that is? I've seen it, like, once or twice, They yeah. give them these really random, wacko yeah. ingredients. Well, if you go to the Cat Farmer's Market, they're all there. You
1: like, the weird that.
0: vegetables, yeah, are there. That's where they go source their food, I'm sure. But it's just... um So there's that whole section and the bakery is just, oh my gosh. So I got, my favorite things to get are the sourdough bread and they come in half loaves for all of us single girls and guys out there in the world. They do half loaves because full loaves sometimes go bad before you can eat them all by yourself. The sourdough, when I tell you open it and the smell that comes from that bread is the most beautiful sourdough smell. (laughs) so i got sourdough i got um their they make their own sandwich meat so i got their roast beef and i got baby swiss and make the most glorious hot Mm -hmm. sandwiches with it. it it's they have a whole section of cheeses from all over they have um not just their own sandwich meat but they do like salads and they do sausage and i got bacon they're my favorite it's my favorite bacon um there's a whole seafood section with live seafood tanks and fillets and whole fish and they have goat and like any meat seafood any food any from any part of the world they have it. the cab farmers
1: market if you are perhaps listening and would like (laughs) to hire katie to do your ads for you
0: (laughs) they don't need it let me tell you
1: i would i would suggest that you have found yourself a fan
0: you would love it you would really really love it it's so much fun um so i also got um the vanilla was very hard to find because they keep it in a cooler not with the other spices so um the other thing that I love about the Decap Warmers market is that they have...
1: Hey, wait, when you started all this, you were saying you were embarrassed you had never been before.
0: Well, I haven't been since I moved to Atlanta. Oh, okay. okay. I used to go all the time. Okay. Um, wow. But since I've moved, it's been a year and a half and I haven't been. I've gotcha. been to Trader okay. Joe's 5,000 times. I haven't right. been to
1: DeKalb Okay, gotcha. Sorry, I was just a little No, confused. no, no,
0: you're good. I'm glad you clarified that. Um, so... <laughs> The employees are from literally all over the world and their name tags have what languages they speak. And Naria, one of them is English, (laughs) but it gives you such a wide variety of humans. It's the most beautiful thing. Guarding the vanilla was one of the best humans I've ever seen ever. She is this little bitty Russian woman that maybe had three teeth that was so sweet but i guarantee you she would fight you and kill you if you tried to get some saffron or some vanilla out of that cabinet believe it my dentist is russian
1: i love it she has all her teeth um but yes she definitely has that like spitfire yes like mm -mm. and this one was like 185
0: years old
1: i feel sorry for this lady's hygienist because she (laughs) He speaks to them in a way that I'm like, "Oh,
0: that hurt my feelings." <laughs> right, right. Same thing. This little Russian lady was guarding the most expensive things in there, which is the saffron and the vanilla. And you have to like go up and take your little money and be word. like, "I would like to please have some vanilla beans." <laughs> so I have some more vanilla um, roasting in the not roasting, but soaking. but anyway it was just great and they so and if you ever do go they don't take credit cards so you have to do a you have to do cash or you have to do debit card Um, but it is just the most magical place I just love it so So, I'm so glad you got a visit in I know it's not far from Candler so I'll definitely be going more in fact I kind of drove past Candler I was like what how have I not been here yet since I'm like what am I doing so anyway, but um highly recommend. It was the best day. It was a very Katie day. There was tapestries and food. So <laughs> what Give more me. could I want? Right? <laughs> um, and then Monday night was our last football game of the season. Yes, it was. And That's it was Michigan. College, college yeah, last seven. college football game. Yes. So it was um, Michigan and Washington. And um. So here are my thoughts. I'm going to do a quick rundown again, like I did last week, because we're we're at the end. I know y'all are just thrilled to hear me talk about this yet again. Um, so Ben the dog, Kurt Hurst Street's dog, is still my favorite part of all of this now. I mean, dogs He doesn't come best. back next year. I'm going to be really sad. Dogs are the best of everything. And I don't, what I noticed this time, and I've always noticed it, but like they must pay a lot to a groomer. Because that dog is quaffed. I mean, Listen, he gets a blowout. He has to I get need
1: a to. Blowout. I need to get his name because we got two doodles in Nashville
0: that could use a little assistance Seriously. most of the time. Um, Lee Corso was so much more coherent and alert because it was at night. College game day was on before the game, which was a night game. And he, they need to... Either I don't know how they can make that work. Maybe record him the night before. I don't know, but he was much better at night because he's had a chance to wake up. So let the man sleep. um Although he did, and then Herbie started saying Washington, <laughs> and it just made my day. If they, said, they, it won, they said it, Missouri, five thousand times. Are they from Missouri? No, or South Georgia. No, my sweet grandmother Missouri. said Washington.
1: Well, she I don't know where she got it because when we moved to Missouri, when I was in kindergarten, and they told me to go wash my hands, I, I know, sat right? there and cried because I didn't know the hell they were talking about.
0: <laughs> but if and Lee Corso said Washington once, he said it five thousand times. Here's one that lets my um, arts nerdness show through, right? Yes. So I was looking at the opening, which I love a good intro i love a good um build up like the theme music for the olympics always makes me cry the first time i hear it every year and so they played a new college playoff theme song and they showed the orchestra playing it and i went is that freaking john williams Cool. john williams orchestrated the new opening for the college game day Or college national championship game, it's beautiful, but I had people laughing at me because I knew that that was, I knew who orchestrated it. And for the record, people that don't aren't as big of a nerd as I am, that's the same guy that does all the Spielberg things. I was gonna say, like, you ought to know John Williams, yeah. You hopefully, hopefully. Um, Fantasia saying the um national anthem and i love her I, I adore her i mean whitney and chris stapleton are still the top two but she's definitely top five it was really good and sometimes it can go really wrong mm-hmm. um but she you did know, a great job just just point point of
1: order um you do realize that um they sang at the super bowl and yeah. yeah this was the college college oh yeah but
0: in all of but in all of sportsdom
1: i realized that for you this was the super bowl
0: (laughs) in all of sportsdom though like they sing it a lot and there's some people that don't sing it well i hear you but i love her and i thought she did a fantastic job so kudos to fantasia she's having a moment these days She sure is um and so finally we can get to the game (laughs) apparently cheaters do prosper um (laughs) michigan won a friend of mine he was my um camp counselor for years and years one of the funniest humans i've ever met in my whole life um earl earl posted on facebook he said um it's almost like michigan knows what plays washington is gonna run (laughs) which made me laugh hysterically (laughs) um so for Michigan
1: you, did well. For, that, for those of you not as embroiled in college football, uh Michigan was caught stealing the other team's signs earlier this year, and their head coach was suspended for a couple of games because of it. So that's why that was funny. Um,
0: right. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, who's the head coach at Michigan, um, I like from his season on Hard Knocks. I don't know if you've watched that season of Hard Knocks. It's really good. Mainly because his closet is two things. His closet has khaki pants and blue shirts. And that's it.
1: You talked about that before.
0: So I like him. Uh But his brother is the coach of the Ravens. Which um, a certain someone does not like the Ravens at all. So I think I'm going to pull for the Ravens just to piss that certain someone off. In the postseason. Um, but their dad was also a coach, and to see the three of them after the game was really precious. Yeah, that was so. Cool. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately, in my little fun, um, not for money pools, picked Washington because I picked with my heart and not my head this time. The one time this season that I picked with my heart and not my head. <laughs> so I lost all those points um but um it was a pretty good i thought it was a pretty good game i thought washington i didn't
1: i didn't watch the beginning i can't remember why um but i watched the end and i'll tell you what i was impressed with was little jj mccarthy i love that for michigan yeah they were showing that like before the game he Walks on the field in his bare feet, like yep. for grounding, and then he sat sits down in front of the goalpost and meditates, yeah, and I got so tickled because that he was sitting there, and there were like ten cameras around <laughs> him trying to film him while he's trying to meditate, yeah, and then they showed him I can't, I can't remember if it was I think maybe it was after the third quarter, maybe, and I don't know if he does it after every quarter, but he goes and checks in with the mental skills coach, which. If these people would start calling, I wish teams would start calling these people therapists because that's yeah. what they are. Yeah. Um, but like just goes and checks in, you know, before they, you know, oh, while they've gotten a minute to make sure he needs to be. And uh, the fact that they are, you know, just so open about that and encouraging, but I think that's great. Um, yeah, yeah, especially as we head into Olympic season. Yeah. And after everything we went through with Simone Biles right. at the last Summer Olympics and her uh, work to make mental health as big a part as of the Olympic training as the physical health, I just think that's such a good thing, and it have come such a long way and normalizing all of that i think that's
0: great i totally agree and i i really like him a lot i also like the the this is the reason i picked washington is i really like michael Penix jr as well Mm -hmm. he has um overcome extreme injuries he has two new knees at such a young age and he played hurt most of the game um he's just a good he's the one that at the um he was up for the Heisman. He's one of the finalists. And at the Heisman ceremony, he wore a beautiful suit, a purple suit. And then he opened up his jacket and he had printed on fabric, all of his teammates names, because he knew that this was not something that he had done by himself.
1: Not so nice. and I just,
0: I love that. And I love him. He's going to do great in the NFL. So is um, McCarthy and um, there's so many others, but I was just you know, it, it was a, I thought it was a great game. And I, there are a lot of people, um, my friends air quotes that are Georgia fans, um, are still mad. Um, but I mean, I thought it was a great game and I thought, um, you know, it was two teams that deserve to be there. So I loved it. And I am sad that this season is over, but hopeful for next year, Auburn already has, um, fired their offensive and defensive coordinators oh really yes indeed so we will see how that goes that's exciting yeah so um next up i know we talk about the olympics a lot and that is kind of next up but next up i think it's our favorite college baseball season Heck yeah, baby we gotta get to the super bowl yeah um, but yeah yes.
1: college baseball season usually starts around my birthday um middle of february Mm -hmm. and so i think vandy released its schedule already and i want to say they start february 16th maybe they start with a tournament um somewhere in texas um and it's i think it's four teams that will play in that tournament um so heck yeah real excited for that um although i'm a little nervous about the vandy boys um They didn't get a, they needed a big bat. They didn't get a big bat. Um, In other baseball Braves news, they signed a big pitcher. Oh, good. It'll it'll be interesting. He's sort of, he's a little problematic. He's, he's been a little, um, he's been hurt some. um, And he also, I think at one point punched a TV um, and maybe kicked (sighs) a cooler. Like he's a little bit of a hothead. Which, you know, doesn't play real well in the Braves dugout.
0: No. Um,
1: but when he's been on, he's been really, really good. So um, okay. his name is Chris Sale. I think I want to say he started either game one or game seven of the 2018 World Series for the Red Sox. So he's been in big games before. Yeah. Um So hopefully he's healthy. Like he's this has been his first regular off season as they yeah. like to say so hopefully he'll do good but yeah we're getting getting close getting cranked up for some baseball are you a basketball fan at all not really like if i'll watch i think probably the last nba final series i watched was when lebron won it for cleveland okay
0: <laughs> well albert's doing really well this year and i can't decide if I, do,
1: I do like so some, I, I do like i will watch the march madness um because I'll, you know, I do like a Cinderella. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but Mercer
0: beat Duke one time. Sanford has gone pretty far before. Not Mercer beat Duke one time. Yeah, we 80. beat um I think we did too. Or North UNC, somebody. It, I mean, this was like 10, 15 years ago. Um, it was at right after I graduated. So more than that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing some Katie math in my head about how long ago that was. You're right, I hate to out. Ouch. It to Ouch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, yes. Uh, Mercer, I, when I was in Macon, you know, I used to go to games. I love going to Mercer. I, I love a live sport. I don't love basketball on TV, but I would, I love in person anything. Yeah. Um. And so we, uh, I sat with Bill Stumbridge half the time. Our friend Bill Stembers that we've talked about. He's a season ticket holder for every Mercer everything. And so um, I would visit with him and we would go watch. They're great. They're really good, I think. And sometimes they do make it to the uh, March Madness. So I'm hoping Auburn does this year. We killed Arkansas the other day. You're and good. so we'll see. Gracie says hello. We, there's Gracie. Hey, Gracie, girl. She just looked at the screen like, I don't know who let's that is. Hope
1: she doesn't fall off. <laughs> She's performed her one domestic trip yeah. for the podcast yeah. for the year.
0: Well, Mandy, uh, you've got. I tell us. Uh, I can't wait to hear your list. <laughs> I did not watch the first thing on your list. I normally do, but I did not this year because it was not what I watched. <laughs>
1: well, I didn't get to watch the actual Golden Globes uh, because let's just talk about. Cable for a little bit. Um, I used to have cable as part of the HOA package. We had cable and then they cut that out. And so I haven't subscribed to cable myself because it all stinks around here anyway. Yeah. But you think, like, I Googled, can I watch the Golden Globes? Because I subscribed to Paramount Plus. Right. And CBS. And so I thought, oh I can probably watch it. Well, no, you had to have the Paramount Plus Plus. Oh showtime subscription like <laughs> just a paramount plus was that enough to be able to watch like that is crap and by the way i'm gonna get buy one of those antennas well see i'm see if that works
0: i may have to as well because tango NBC. or taganga or whoever they are um is still holding up my um nbc channel and i can't I, when i tell you i can't go without the yeah. anything olympics including the pre-staff
1: I hear you, I hear you. But anyway, so I did watch the Golden Globes' red carpet. Right. And listen, I'm old enough to remember when they started that. Yep. Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers. was, you know, the mm-hmm. original. Um, and she was awesome. I don't know what kind of inanity was happening on that. Who are these people? I, I videoed a couple of them just because there was a guy who was like, Word salad, interviewing these people, oh, that asking the dumbest questions. He was interviewing J-Lo, and she and I were both just like, what is happening? Anyway, and then there was a girl who was very Southern, which, great. Don't lean into that in a, in a situation like that. What like, do do? what are you doing? Anyway, it was just... My comment on our notes is the Golden Globes red carpet. Do what? Do what? Do what? Like, that's what I just kept thinking. Anyway, so that was that was Sunday night. Um, The other thing is to add to my things I don't understand. I've been reading a lot lately of people who get really angry at the folks who, when the plane lands and the seatbelt sign is turned off, those folks who immediately stand up. I, I've been hearing a lot of talk about yeah. people. Who Where are they going? That. Why wouldn't you stand up? I don't understand the people who don't stand up. You have been sitting down in that tiny little seat for yeah. however long it has been. Why do you not stand up at your first choice? Your back does not feel like my back. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. True. I can't wait to stand up. Why wouldn't you stand up? Like my body is about to rebel. At sitting in that little seat for as long as I have I'm sick of the person next to me and their elbow in my side yeah. like I can't wait to stand up now uh, I understand people who are like if somebody's already standing up yeah like, trying to squeeze in or you know trying to get your bag out and you know, like I understand all that like that's a little much
0: but why don't you stand up yeah I flew once a month for years for Geico. I have a lot of miles under my wings. And I like a window seat because I like to look out the window. And I never did because even as short as I am, I would still have to die. And that's just even more uncomfortable. You know, like that, yeah. But on the aisle, if I ever got to the aisle, yeah, I'm getting up. I'm getting my bag out. I'm helping everybody else get their bag out. Right. Like, why
1: do you not want somebody that can and has room? Why do you not want them to already be up and have their bag removed so that you may get out faster? Yeah. I do not understand the vitriol. And there's Um, a lot of vitriol. I've been people get so angry. Listen, y'all can be mad at me all you want. My butt's getting up.
0: Well, if I was on the aisle, I definitely would, but not at the window. It's just you're still like,
1: yeah. I don't hunks. stand up in the window because yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. standing up. That's crouching. Up. That's crouching. Um, but yeah. So all of that was sort of pre, pre life. As of uh, yeah, four fifteen yesterday morning, we have a distinct before and after in Mandy's life. Oh, uh, okay. uh, I got so tickled all of a sudden on let's see what was yesterday Tuesday all of a sudden on Monday all the restaurants in town who have followed social media started posting that they were going to be closed due to weather on Tuesday and I was like well what's happening like I've seen high wind forecasts, but I have not seen anything else and I was like do I need to be concerned yes yes friends I did need to be concerned yes um so anybody who lives in the south was aware of this weather system we had coming and as it got closer and closer the meteorologist warnings got more dire and more dire and you know all of us who are southerners are used yeah. to storms we have all spent plenty of times in our closets in yeah. our bathtubs you know wherever my beloved noonan got hit by a category 5 tornado a couple of years ago it is bizarre bizarre what happens after category five tornado um so like we don't it's not that we don't take it seriously it's just that it happens so much yep that we are all sort of we're well versed in
0: we know when and when not to
1: right so you give me a a, uh uh what's the not warning watch you give me a watch and i'm like great thanks Mm. -mm, whatever I have all the notifications for watches turned off on my phone. Yep. I don't need to know about a watch. Thank you. But what that does mean is that when you get the warning, you better be ready to go and know where you're yep. going because you ain't got time to think about it. Mm-mm. So, and the other thing is, golly, why do these things always happen in the middle of the night? Right. It, it, it I mean, they're not always in the middle of the night, but golly, a lot of the time they're in a the lot middle of the time they are so anyway for those of you who may not know I live in Santa Rosa Beach I live on 30 a my balcony looks at 30 a at a beach access so like I can see the golf from my sofa my condo has windows um on you know two sides there's nowhere there's nowhere for me to get in my condo well first of all it's on the third floor but second of all there's nowhere in my condo where I can be without a window within 10 feet of me yeah so I get in the stairwell and the stairwell is directly outside of my outside of my door to my condo I just you know take a step and a half and I'm at the stairwell and that's where I go so I've lived there for 10 years I've spent time in the stairwell nine times out of 10 I'm just staying on the third floor steps and hanging out yeah Um, when I have a dog there with me it's happened plenty of times yeah um but it's funny there was a there was a couple that had a jack russell terrier who was they were always on the beach when i had Edda, my original limer they were always on the beach at the same time i was so i eventually talked to them and they had moved to the beach from arkansas after their home was leveled by a bad tornado and so i was actually chatting with that lady one time and she said no you really need to get to the bottom floor she's like if it's bad yeah. you must be on the bottom floor and so that's always stuck with me. And the stairwell that's closest to my condo actually has, once you get to the bottom floor, then there's actually sort of like a little Harry Potter hidey hole under the stairs. And so I have long deemed in my head, if it were ever really bad, that's where I would go. Yeah. I've always thought that. Um, so fast forward to yesterday morning. And, you know, I went to sleep thinking, what time am I going to be awakened, you know, in the middle of the night by the storm, but okay. So sure enough, big thunderclap, I wake up, I pick up my phone. What time is it? How far did we make it? Where are we in the day? It was (laughs) like 4.15. So I started to close my eyes and I said, no, you better go ahead and get up and pee while you got the chance. Because if a warning comes, like, I don't screw around when a warning hits. So I went ahead and went to the bathroom and then I walked back and was standing at the balcony doors looking out. And I thought I should make a cup of coffee while I still have power because we once were stranded in Nashville after the flood for three days with no caffeine. And so that's my PTSD. Yeah. If I'm in a storm, I'm going to get some caffeine in me. So I literally was thinking that and I was filming an Instagram story, looking at my balcony doors when the warning hit. Yeah. And so no coffee. Um, I just grabbed a sparkling water out of the refrigerator. I had worn pajamas that looked like clothes, because that's what you do. Yep. Um, I had my tennis shoes sitting right there ready, so I could just slip into my tennis shoes, grabbed a coat because I wasn't sure what was going on, um, and ducked straight down all the way down to the first floor. And I was sitting on some steps on the first floor. Um and as I sat on those steps, I, I was, all again, recording for Instagram.
0: And I the did. caption on that
1: video was, oh, yeah, this is bad. I'm getting under the stairs. Yeah. So I did. I got in my little Harry Potter hide, hidey hole under the stairs. Again, still recording. I don't know what I was doing. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what I was doing. But I was recording. Um. And recorded the moment that what they now think is an EF2 tornado came on shore from the Gulf, approximately
0: a hundred yards from my house. Um, so it came, okay, so I have a question. It came on shore from the Gulf. Does that mean it was a Sharknado? <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> like I have been waiting to ask you this question just on this podcast because on your facebook somebody said something about a water spout and i was like oh my gosh mandy survived a literal (laughs) sharknado
1: i don't know that there were actually any sharks but yeah Yeah. i I mean that's what it was was a water spout and yeah they freak what they can freaking tell these meteorologists it's amazing i couldn't get it because i was you know in my concrete bunker right i couldn't actually get the internet to load at that moment plus I was filming right um but my friends who were monitoring it on because they still have power um they were monitoring it on the golf and could see when it was still on the golf um that it had that hook and so I went back and looked at the time stamps I can't remember exactly what the times were but from the time I was filming that video from the time I got up and peed and was standing at my balcony door, to the time that I filmed that video under the stairs was five minutes. It's crazy. Um, for so. those of
0: you who are not in the south, that you know, I I know I don't look like a weather expert, but I used to do the weather for um, all of Geico, um, when I was there. Um, so you know, I am a weather girl. Um, a hook. If, if you hear your weather person say something about a bow echo or a hook, get in your basement immediately. Yep. That's what it is. It's a tornado coming at you. Yep. So you, so that's what they, wow. they, they,
1: they spotted the, you know, the hook when it was still out over the water. Wow. Um, because from the time that, it, I mean, I like, I can see the gulf from my house. Yeah. So the fact that we had five minutes to get where we needed to get before it hit, you know, tells you that they were looking at it when it was still over the water.
0: How, um, how many people were with you in the bunker? Not a one. Stop it. Now we are in the,
1: like the only off season we have is really right now. Um, and, but there was a woman there. I had seen a woman Monday afternoon. I was getting something out of my little storage room, which is on the second floor and i had seen a woman and i can't remember where she was so my building's like an l uh-huh. shape and i'm on the the leg that faces the water so there's another leg that sort of faces the street right and those units do not have as many windows gotcha like you could get in the bathroom in that unit and not have a window but you're on the second floor yeah um so I don't know if that's where she was. I don't know because I saw it when I was in my car charging my phone later yesterday morning. I saw her come out and get in her car. So she was there. I don't. I, she had to have been terrified. Wow. She had to have been terrified. Um. Yeah. I was all by myself in my well, old hidey hole. She could have gone to the other stairwell. She
0: could have.
1: <laughs> she could have gone to the other stairwell. I don't. Maybe she was. I don't know. She was not in my stairwell. Um. Yeah. It was just me. So I filmed the video and it was, it's so funny. The only other time I remember being really scared during a tornado is when I was in elementary school and we lived in Birmingham Mm -hmm. and that was a big one. I don't remember what it ended up being categorized as, but it was a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, the fact I probably, I've probably lived through other big ones, but I was like with my family or whatever. This was the fact that I was at school that was so traumatic. Um, But this is really the first one as an adult
0: that scared i can
1: remember going oh is this it oh is that what they're talking about when they say it sounds like a train coming? it really
0: okay that was the other thing i was gonna say when i was little one came over our house it didn't touch down but it was right Mm -hmm. over the house and caused some damage which is also when i fell in love with the tree man at nine but that's another story for another day um but it it seriously sounds like a train is coming at you i mean they say that but it's very true so you heard the train and everything Well, you know, looking at that video, you
1: know, the video is different than living it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But looking at that video, I'm like, well, I, I was literally like, it was sort of like, is this happening? Yeah. Is this happening? Oh, is that what they're talking about? You're overreacting. There's a part in the video where you see me, like, I'm under the stairs, but I'm still sort of like peeking out. Yeah. And then there's a moment where, all this noise and I you can see me duck like I'm like oh I need to get further my own, my biggest fear was that door was going to blow open um and so I'm like well if that door blows open I need to be under these stairs so then I get under the stairs but I keep my arm out to keep filming what was
0: I doing who do I think you, look I was? investigative journalism I'm gonna
1: go viral for this video because I got sucked out the door yes. like what is happening yep but then it was too it was funny because I was like there comes everybody's like, Oh my god, I would be so terrified. And I really wasn't because the whole time I'm sort of like trying to evaluate is this really happening? Yeah. Is this it? Is this what everybody talks about? And then it became, well, if it is, there's not a thing in the world I can do about it. Yeah.
0: You've done all you can. You're in the basement. Here, I mean,
1: here I am. I'm in is the safest place I could possibly yeah. get for what's happening like with
0: your headlamp on
1: i did not have a headlamp at that point oh. that was pre-headlamp yeah pre-headlamp. so yeah so but then i did i quit filming and i started texting and it's funny my friend juju um grew up her dad um was a was an executive with alabama power Ah, and then juju uh used to work for golf power And so when we would have a big storm, Juju would be in the bunker with all the like emergency folks. And so she would give us the like real deal weather report. So it's hysterical. She's a little like you, you wouldn't think she's a weather person, but she is. Yeah. So she's now quote unquote retired. Um, and, but she's still like great with like weather stuff. And so, um, our book club, whenever we'd all be hunkering down somewhere. We'd be texting like, okay, Juju, tell us what we're doing. Tell us what's next. Tell us what's happening. Well, Carla has moved to DC and our friend Cindy is currently in Nashville. So at 4.15 in the morning, I'm like, well, I'm not texting the book club thread to wake everybody up. But I am texting Juju. So I texted Juju and it was 4.30 when I texted her. Um, And I was like, y'all Okay. Sounded like a big one just came uh, on shore. Yeah. Because she lives north of 98. She lives over on the Bayside, And so a lot of times if it's heading that way, I'll get it before she will. And so I was like, sounds like a big one's coming in. She's like, they just recorded 106 mile per hour wind gust at Edwilling, which is the beach access right across the street from me. And I was like, yeah,
0: I believe it. Yeah. (laughs) I heard it.
1: (laughs) And then my friend Lane, uh, who's the Alabama housewife um, yes. on Instagram, if y'all are friends with us on Instagram, you may have seen her uh, comment there. Lane started texting They also live on the Bay. Um and she was like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? Because <laughs> everybody's saying there was a 106-mile-per-hour oh. wink us at Eveline. At your front door. Which is the, I mean, that's what I look at from my couch. So everybody's like, oh, my God, are you okay? <laughs> like I'm just here playing Harry Potter. Because I had no, I mean, I knew what I had lived through, but I yeah. didn't know if I was overreacting or what. Yeah. So anyway, so then Lane's crazy but She and her husband decided, and so the other thing about the storm was there were several squalls coming through. Right. And that was just the first. And the worst squall was scheduled, they thought, to be there between, like, 9 and 10 or 8 and 9 or something. Yeah. Like, 9 was sort of... That was when the worst, you know, thunderstorm squall, as we all know, tornadoes can pop up at any point, And there were straight-line winds that we were worried about. Also bad. But the worst storm portion wasn't due for another couple of hours so even after we get yeah Yeah. we survived the sharknado Sharknado, (laughs) we still got to be on high alert until like 10 o'clock yeah well so lane and rick are like we're gonna get out and watch the sunset i mean the sunrise i was like have y'all lost your minds y'all are those crazy people we see on the tv but, by the way, if you're getting out, I could use some coffee and a flashlight. Because once I got out of Harry Potter land and went back upstairs to my condo, I got up there, and you know how when you... um you, If you have like a like a shotgun house yeah. and there's a balcony on that end, and you open those balcony doors, you know, when you Oof. open that other door, it's like a vacuum. Yep. Well, when I opened my door to my condo it wasn't as strong as it would be if both balcony doors would open but there was definitely that force i could feel that yeah. blow and i thought well shit those balcony doors have yep. blown open um and so i walked up and no they were shut and i was like well god bless because we just got brand new balconies that was a big deal the yeah. old balcony doors definitely would have blown open um and I'm like, well, what the hell? And so I get up there. Well, my air conditioning unit, which is like a hotel air conditioning unit, right? That's you know, like in the bottom. That's like shoved in there. The whole AC unit had been blown. Not far, not bad, but it had been blown in. Yeah. Um. And so there was like a corner. Um. Of and you know it wasn't wide open, but it was a corner yeah. of the exposed wall. Um, so there was a nice little breeze and some uh, water and debris yeah. that had blown in uh, you will love the fact so I, I had sitting on that air conditioning unit I had uh, my sign smitten kitchen cookbook and the cookbook you had sent me so I'm like oh god my ah, are wet.
0: <laughs> I love it
1: so I snatched those puppies up real quick oh, dried wow. them off yeah uh, didn't worry about shoving the air conditioning unit back into place because then it got real windy again. I'm like, no peace out. I'm going back to Harry Potterland. Yeah. So I just left the hole in my wall.
0: Well, the cookbooks were saved. That's all that. Like,
1: I got the books in a dry spot and then went back to Harry Potterland. I love it. Where I sat for a while until Juju told me it was all clear and I could go back upstairs again. So, anyway, then when I got back up, I was able to shove the air conditioning unit back in place. Who knows if it's going to work, yeah. Um, but the power had gone out as yeah. the tar- shark NATO passed over us, and um, it was out the rest of the day. Um, so who knows? But it so I have for the 10 years I have lived there, I have had a giant one of those giant yellow flashlights in this one closet that I have, like right there. That's where it lives, that's yeah. where it always is, right there. And then I have replacement batteries in a couple of different places as needed. My flashlight wasn't there. No idea where it is. It was not the time. So then I was like, okay, well, I think there's a little flashlight in the drawer, in my bedside drawer. So sure enough, I went and got it. Well, that battery was dead. I'm like, no problem. I've got all the batteries. I can replace the battery. I still haven't figured out what kind of battery was in that flashlight. I do not know. (laughs) So Listen for a couple of hours the only lights i had were my phone flashlight and the blue and red lights from the police officers who were now blocking off 30a a. we now know because there were two giant power lines power poles leaning over 30a about you know yeah three yards from my house um so anyway that's lane came i said well if y'all Crazy butts are going to get out. Could you bring me some coffee and a flashlight? So they showed up about seven. They rolled in uh, and brought me a whole carafe of freshly made coffee. Love it. And gave me a headlamp. Um, The headlamp. They also told me me to get in the back of the truck and come with them. (laughs) Uh, But I was like, well, hell, listen, the old girl has proved herself. Yeah. And what if my air conditioning unit blows in again? I need to be there to shove it back into place. Shove it know? back in.
0: So
1: I was like, I may drive over there if I feel, you know, if I decided. Oh. But then about that time we got another warning and me and my headlamp got back into Harry Potter land. And at that point, listen, I was real glad to have that headlamp because the emergency lights and the stairwell were done. So it was pitch black. Yeah. Um, so the headlamp became very key. Um, but we didn't have another didn't have another tornado, day, just a lot of rain, and it was very windy um yeah. the rest of the day. So it was probably about eight, maybe, um, when you know the meteorologists were like, Okay, when you feel those cooler temperatures come in, the front is through, the danger is gone, it's still gonna be windy all day. But it literally went from like 70 degrees to 40 degrees
0: True in about
1: 30 minutes.
0: That's crazy.
1: Um, And so got out, I've, we've got some good friends that own a condo sort of in the back of the property. Um, I'm on the, where we're in the front. And so I wanted to go check on their place for them. And then I have a friend who owns a couple sort of in between. There's all kind of condos in this, um, in this area. So I wanted to go check on both those properties for them um, because would, you know at that point I just knew thirty A was blocked from where I could see. So I didn't yeah. know if people were gonna be able to get in there or not. Um, and then one one of the friends are in Nashville. So I get out to walk to check on their property and I was like, Oh, because I can see the parking lot right. from where I am, and the dumbass mofos who own the coffee shop had not moved their tables in
0: everywhere
1: thank god my car thank god the wind blew the way it did because they i mean my car could have been totaled by those tables Mm. if it had blown towards where my car was parked because they were all over the parking lot um and it's not like we didn't know the storm was happening right previously noted um i will say kudos to the perfect pig and to shelby's both of whom made sure all of their outdoor furniture was either moved indoors or secured. How nice is that? Thank you. Um, But yeah, the coffee shops furniture was everywhere, both in the parking lot and then around in the front as well. Um, And then I start, I kept walking West on 30A and that's when I saw like storefront windows were blown out Mm um and then i got i mean it's so obvious it's like if you've ever driven through where a tornado has hit like it's so obvious yep. where it, and so you could see um there's like one little hold out original house and it sort of came right over that little house took out those two power poles snapped a tree you know plum in half um there was roofing material insulation and debris just everywhere yeah um so but luckily our building knock on wood pending a roof exam roof inspection today my particular building seems to have fared very well our um the door to the lobby was ripped off as hinges which looking at that it's facing the same way as the door to the stairwell where i was oh but the door to the stairwell where I was is tucked back in a little mm. alcove. And I thought, woof what yeah. God looking out for me. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that was a little scary to see that. But other than that, I think, you know, like I said, pending a roof uh, inspection today, I think my building is going to be fine. Good. Um, but I think we may be the only building uh, in Gulf Place that didn't have um, mm. at least roof damage.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad, you know, they brought you a headlamp and some coffee because that headlamp gave me life.
1: So then so I took a shower because I I mean I didn't have power, but I could still take a shower. And I had talked to Susie. I'm at my friend Susie's house where, you know, home to Gracie, the gremlin dog, who you know fell off my bed while we were recording a podcast.
0: My favorite thing.
1: Um and I had to wake Susie up let her sleep until there was a, They. I heard there was another storm coming in and it was coming near Miramar, which is where she lives. And I said, so I called her, I'm like, wake up and get in your closet.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> or um, else. And then I'm like, did you have power? Cause I'm coming over there. Listen, I hope you all have a friend who you can be like, uh, not can I, is it okay? But move over. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. um, and by the way, I'm bringing the entire contents of my freezer which those of you who have seen my freezer realize listen as I said yesterday I have curated this freezer yeah it, a freezer is a single girl's yes best
0: yes
1: there are things in that freezer that are vital to my
0: existence yes
1: so if you don't think I didn't fill two gigantic Trader Joe's freezer bags full of things from my freezer and bring them to Susie's freezer yeah the news is Susie's freezer and fridge are astoundingly empty astoundingly empty i open them i'm like how do you live what do you do what is happening here I know, right so listen i filled that sucker up
0: have uh, i told y'all the the gogi story about her freezer and her peas on here yet i don't know but you would you she would be so proud of the number sure. of bags of frozen peas that are in I'll tell ya it's a great story i'll tell it next week maybe it's one of my favorite stories um yeah. But well, it's sister, the same thing. She would be so proud of me right it now. Would. Um would.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so, but in order to get all of that loaded up, and also, by the way, all got dirty clothes, because yesterday was going to be laundry day. Yeah. Um, I had to go up and down the stairs, because guess what? The elevator doesn't work when you don't have power. So I had to go up and down the stairs, which were pitch black dark. So my me and lamp. my headlamp. Yeah. So I just put that sucker on, I had, in full disclosure, I had, when I got out to walk around the property, I forgot that I had the headlamp on and I told everybody I saw and talked to, I had a headlamp on and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm shining this in your face. I'm so sorry. Tell the girl when her headlamp's still on. Tell her girl. Anyway, so I loaded up the car and then I get in the car and I'm trying to get out of my parking lot. This is my favorite part and y'all I mean we've all done it but do it on foot do not drive your car to a recent disaster area where people are trying to clean up and salvage like I was fine I shoved my AC unit back in I mopped my floor like I vacuumed hopefully I'm done that's it but there were two stores whose front windows were smashed in in the middle of a tornado, like, there was debris, there were chairs, there was like, you don't need to be driving through there right now, and the number, and by the way, the road is closed, so, like, typically, there's a couple of different outlets, you can get out on 38, or you can get out on 393, that was not happening, so once you get in there, there's only one way out, and it, like, the amount of cussing that I did, (laughs) i've just loaded i have been up since 4 a.m yeah i have survived a category two tornado in a stairwell yeah i have loaded my car i have packed the entire contents of my fridge and freezer i have loaded them into my car up and down from the third floor i have loaded all of my dirty clothes I have loaded all of the work things that I need to take with me. And now you are blocking my way of getting out of here just because you want to come look. I'm about to strangle you, person. Literally, there was a car just sitting still in the middle of, like, the driveway. (sighs) I passed two cars, passed them, just to get out of the parking lot. I was so mad. So, of course, I took to Instagram to record a video reflecting my anger and in so doing recorded it with the headlamp on my head and on yep you can see the light shining on the roof of my car i finally get out driving and trying to calm down and i decide i'm gonna go to chick-fil-a get some god's chicken (laughs) because you know good georgia company it's open i pull into the chick-fil-a the girl comes to my car to take my order I'm like thank you so much for coming to work today I know it could not have been easy for you to get here but listen I needed you don't know how nourishing that is is to my soul and I thank you but she's looking at me like you're the craziest person I've ever seen I'm thinking it's because I'm saying all that and then I, I order and I roll up my window and I pull up and I realize y'all
0: the headlamp's still on Oh my God! Crazy headlamp lady coming through to get some of the Lord's chicken. Oh
1: God! And then so I get here. Susie was gone. Susie, believe it or not, flew out yesterday. Her flight took off. Now granted, a flight that was supposed to get there at three thirty yesterday afternoon didn't get there till one thirty in the morning. But she flew to Austin yesterday. So when I called her and woke her up, it was like, I'm coming to your house. Tell your dog sitter. No, I will text your dog sitter and yeah. tell her not to come. But I'm coming to spend the night at your house just for tonight. not the whole time. Uh, but anyway, so I get to her, I get to her house and Gracie, of course, is thrilled to see me. And so eat my Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, Gracie, we're taking a nap. Y'all, when I finally laid down, I could not quit shaking. Wow. And I was nauseated and it was like just that pure adrenaline calm down. Yeah. it was just bizarre it was bizarre
0: well, even for a southern girl who's lived through a hundred tornado watches when it actually happens and you've got all that worry and angst i i'm sure i am sure that it was it was a lot so again i'm really just glad you're okay but the headlamp was giving me life yesterday you cussing people out trying to get out of your neighborhood was giving me life yesterday Listen, all it did here was rain and wind all day long
1: all day well, long well and then that's the other but, thing too is you, you know, know it's moving from here up through georgia so i'm yeah. like oh god now we got to worry about everybody the rest yep. of the day. yeah um but yeah, no, it was, so just, you know, again, gets back to the whole give yourself grace. I yes. was like, the, you know, the whole time, like when you're in it, you're trying to just stay focused on what you have to do to stay alive. Yeah. Then what you have to do to secure your property. Yeah. Then, you know, what can you do to help your neighbor? You know, Like and it's then, just the next best geez, step. Yeah. <laughs> or with all this adrenaline running. Yeah and then it like once you can like release and you know you're safe and you you know your phone's charged and you're showered and you've eaten and you you know then it's like holy shit what just happened to me just happened to me
0: um yeah a
1: hundred percent a hundred percent to come out like and to sit there and think yeah, I'm scared, but am I overreacting to, you know, and then to walk out and be like, no, you did not overreact. You did not overreact at all. Oh, yeah. so, you know, it was just, it's just a lot. And I'm still like, even this morning, I'm like,
0: I know, I know.
1: And what was really bizarre is that you know, tornadoes are so isolated and this one was small enough that even in my own town, like I'm getting emails from clients who live 20 minutes east of me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: acting like it's business is normal yeah I'm like oh no 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 yeah
0: (laughs) it's not
1: business as normal for me I am yeah
0: (laughs) um it's just crazy this sounds really harsh but you know when it's a corporate thing and you're just you're doing it for work it's different than living it but At Geico, we didn't care all that much about tornadoes because it is so limited to exactly where the tornado was. It's not Mm -hmm. like widespread, like a hurricane or something. Um, So, um, I mean, I tracked them, but not as much as I did the bigger storms. But, you know, you still, those are people in their homes and their lives. And
1: yeah, and, you know, there's so many mobile home communities. Yes. You know, in the northern part of our county yeah Um. Yeah, and those folks were hit really hard and then Panama City was hit and it, you know it's wild now because as I once I started watching the weather like we watched that Panama City tornado yeah. come in I mean it was the same exact thing we had just been through an hour earlier and we watched it happen live on the yeah. air and the the news station is in Panama City so i mean you could hear it you could like the whole like we watched it happen so it was just
0: wild it's It's crazy it really is um well i'm again i can't say it enough i'm glad you're okay i'm worried about you um my i I was real surprised that jim cantori chose iowa over the florida gulf coast (laughs) um we used to track Jim Cantori. So in my section, because we all traveled, we could never keep up with who, where everybody was. So we had a map and we would have faces, our own faces, like, oh, so-and-so's in Utah this week or so-and-so's in wherever. Well, Jim Cantori was all, we tracked him as well. And so wherever, if he was in your state, you knew you were going to have to have some ish- extra work that week. Right. Um, but so I tracked Jim still. But he was in Iowa. I was like, Jim, what are you doing? You're missing all the fun. So I wasn't as worried um, because he wasn't there. But then I thought, well, I think this was a missed opportunity. So Jim, you should ask me first.
1: Well, that's the thing about tornadoes, too, is that, you know, they pop up. So these storms were not that. And that's sort of like my point on Monday when all these restaurants started closing. Yeah. Which I don't think those restaurants would have closed if we were in the middle of July. And right. we had the forecast that we had, right. but they don't have anybody coming in anyway. Yeah. A lot of their folks work north of the 331 bridge. I mean, they live north of yeah. the 331 bridge and have to come into work over the bridge, which is always scary if you're going to be dealing with wind. Yeah. So, But had it been July, I don't think they would have closed. I think, you know, there's, there's no sure. point in putting all these people in danger to come and not have any customers to serve um but and you know you just never that's what that's the scary thing about tornadoes is you don't know when they're coming yeah and you have five minutes Mm -hmm. from the time you get the real warning before they hit yeah so that's you just gotta be sitting on g waiting on o
0: (laughs) now with your headlamp Uh,
1: and listen i will now have a headlamp
0: in my bedside drawer it was great Um, if you follow, you need if you're not if you're a listener and not following us on instagram you need to because i posted some things uh, for mandy since she couldn't do it and um it's just they're they're great so there's some video and some footage of her with the headlamp on i might have dropped an f-bomb right before i very clearly ran over something
1: which i don't know what i ran over
0: (laughs) it's a tornado no cuss words count probably some insulation jesus understands (laughs)
1: oh yeah yeah Uh, yeah.
0: i'm I'm glad you're okay thanks katie me too um so this week moving on now that we know mandy is safe and secure and we have the full harry potter um the harry potter hidey hole is my favorite part well there are (laughs) lots of favorite parts but that's one of my favorite parts um I thought I would talk to y'all about, um, two things that I made this week and my last week before classes start back. Um, one of which Mandy inspired last week when she talked about, um, her, um, easy breakfast, which was oatmeal. So, uh, my friend Becky, uh, and her and her mom gave me this great recipe for Amish baked oatmeal. It could not be easier I got the rolled oats at the the at your Decab Farmers Market. That's what it's called, Your Decab Farmers Market. I don't know why the your, but whatever. Um, yep. So I got some rolled oats, and I had everything else. So I made some um, Amish baked oatmeal. It is delicious. It is not a lot of it, so if you've got a crowd, I highly recommend doubling it. Um, the other thing I recommend is make it and put it in the dish and then preheat your oven because if it sits there and soaks up the liquid, it's a, it's a lot creamier. Um, so, um, that's a tip. And then the toppings, my favorite thing to do, which I did this time is I sauteed some apples Mm -hmm. and a little bit of apple juice, brown. No, I didn't use brown sugar. I used, oh, oh, oh. I use our spice, spice peach preserve. So um, our friends at Pearson Farms have a new product. They have a, um, a set of three jams and jellies. One is a pepper jelly, which I can't wait to try, which I haven't tried yet. One's a regular peach jam. And then one is a spiced peach jam. And so to my apples and butter and pecans. I added a couple scoops of that instead of honey or brown sugar, or something to make them sweeter. They it was delicious. Um, so I did the uh, cooked apples on top of the oatmeal. Highly recommend. But whatever listen, you like I to love, top your oatmeal with, do it.
1: And I love uh, baked oatmeal because listen, sometimes it's even too much to get up in the morning and measure out two thirds of liquid and a third of yeah uh, oats. And yeah. cooked it for five minutes. Sometimes it's too much. Yeah. So to just have a baked oatmeal that you can just yep.
0: pop in the microwave. It's great. It was so good, and it was good. Gracie, to stop day. licking. Oh, Gracie, it's a face. <laughs> the other thing I made this week, which this is kind of my last hoorah before I get back on my good food that I eat. Ugh. Uh, I'm just kidding. I do good stuff. Anyway, is uh, a fruit custard pie. And the only reason I made it is because Mandy told me to get some Florida strawberries. And so when I was at your DeKalb Farmer's Market, I saw some and grabbed them. And then I got them home and I went, what the heck am I supposed to do with these lovely Florida strawberries? So I was just eat them. And I went, oh, I have a good custard pie recipe. Yum. And it's um, almost like a buttermilk pie without the buttermilk. Mm-hmm. Um, but the custard part is a little thicker because the fruit gives off so much juice that it thins it out when you cook it and so you're gonna make the custard and think oh gosh this is not gonna work but it's thicker and it's not as loose with the buttermilk because that fruit will give off a bunch of liquid and thin it out for you it's really easy it took five minutes to put together it took longer to cut the strawberries up than it did to make the custard part um I, you can make homemade whipped cream with it. Um, it. It's just delicious. I usually make it in the summer, but when you told me to get those strawberries, and I did, because I do everything Mandy tells me, I went <laughs> ahead and made it. And it is absolutely delicious. Were so, the, were the Florida, Florida strawberries good? Oh, my gosh. They're fantastic. Yes. Yeah. They are fantastic. They're, Who um, knew? they're so good. And they're right red. Like you were absolutely, like you were right about the whole thing. So they're these beautiful dark red small strawberries and they're great. They're great. Just so. what we all need to get us through January. Amen. So there we We're go.
1: Good. Well, thanks Katie. That's the Um, We'll blow through my favorites really quickly because y'all heard me talk enough today. <laughs> um, One of the things I've had a couple of different people recently um wanting to track their books, thinking it'll help them sort of keep track of what they read or help inspire them to read more. And I would recommend to y'all Goodreads, um, which is a great app. If you don't already have it, it I use it like, well, now that I have Libby, I don't ever go into the library. I'm going to have to go to the library because in the middle of everything else, all of a sudden Libby wants me to verify my library card and I can't find it. So I've got to go to the library.
0: I've got to go too because it's so I must have made my original library card with an old email address or something because it's not really working. So I need to go in myself. So that's a good reminder to me. That might happen today. Um
1: but what I used to do is when I would go into the library, I would pull up Goodreads and they have a books you want to read uh uh-huh. list. And so I pull that list up to remember what it is I want to read to find something at the library. But they all, Now what I use it for most is they have an annual reading challenge. And at the beginning of the year, you can set a goal as to how many books you want to read. And then as you read them, you just go in and move, check them off from your want to read to read. Yep. And then it'll keep track for you of which books you read that year. So then you can go back every year, year by year and see, you know, what you read when. Um, so I would recommend that as we start the new year with some new reading goals. Um, Birch has requested that we do a deep dive into like Substack and what it is and all that. Let's, we'll table that. We'll work on that next time because I've talked enough today. Well, um, uh, okay. I mean, you've recommended some, but like, well, and
0: I'm going in and getting the ones that you suggested. Okay. Yeah. Too, so, so we'll talk about that. Yeah.
1: Um, but then uh, the last thing I will say is, I think I've mentioned her before, Joy the Baker on Instagram. Oh, I love Joy the Baker. She's, so, she's just so cool. Like, she is a cool human being. Um, she is a great, I found her back in the blogging days. Um, she does recipe development and publishes recipes, but she has been doing a feature recently the most recent thing she did was chocolate chip cookies but she's also done cinnamon rolls I remember um and maybe some cakes but it's like small batch baking and so like the most recent one was you could make two gigantic chocolate chip cookies here's your recipe for doing it and it's not it's you know sort of like those mug cakes you know if you just want something sweet you don't want to bake something you can do like those mug cakes it's sort of like that but these are like a real recipe just scaled way down um for different like the i thought the cinnamon rolls were genius um but anyway so that's just if you're not following joy on instagram you should and if you're a single girl like us crazy quit licking
0: then uh you should enjoy her small batch small yes. batch baking love it i love all those things um and yeah we will dive into substack yeah we'll do it we'll,
1: we'll get there birch yeah um
0: there's some really good stuff. yeah birch we um look we have tr we had tornado sweat sharknado week this was sharknado week
1: yeah, and she was driving, she was leaving St. Simon's, driving to South Carolina. I'm like,
0: I don't know, well, that that's a good idea. Yeah, so from about Macon down, most of the schools were closed yesterday. Oh, yeah, listen, I've, I've heard it all. Yeah, um, I checked all. in with the South Georgia branch of the family, and um, everybody came through okay. All I got was a yes from the nephew, um, what, so no listen, details, which is fine. That's um, a lot but hey they're they're all right so that's all that matters yep Yep. Yep. yeah i have lake katie in the front yard and the parsonage river out the side so a lot of rain but nothing else thank goodness and the sun is shining now so yeah i mean for the first time in a week i feel like so I um you know the the winter blues are are real for me i need vitamin d in my life and um you know, I just had a lot happening and it, it really got me last week. Like I had to force myself to get up out of the bed to go on my Katie day. I'm glad I did. Um, and I don't normally get like that, but I'm, I'm really glad well, and there's a, <laughs> my,
1: my sister and I were talking about that. Cause I was sort of in the same boat and there's a fine line between the healthy recovering from the holidays and being around a bunch of people and taking time for yourself to recover but it can pretty quickly tip over into that unhealthy of now I'm just going to wallow in this yeah. misery yes. that I'm creating for myself. Well, get and up and get out.
0: The grayness as yeah. well just keeps you. And then it rained all day yesterday. I did not open the door. Um, for me, it's both things. I don't like this time without daylight savings time. I wish we had more sunshine during the day. Um and yes so you it, it's both things hit at once and it was mm-hmm. really just like okay so like today i'm going on a trader joe's run i have to get out of the house <laughs> my sweet girl canceled my hair appointment and i'm like i've got to find something i've got to get out of here and get some sunshine so okay well yeah. enjoy yeah you too and um next week uh, i will be back in school um <laughs> exciting yeah i know i really am excited i will say that um it is also scholarship time so you have to reapply for some of these methodist scholarships every year so i'm doing that i finished the last thing um today and that last thing was a recommendation that one of my professors has to write and my favorite one of my favorite professors i love them i really do love them all they're all fantastic um dr elliot is one of my professors and advisors and he sends this long form to fill out so he can adequately write a recommendation for you which i appreciate but it's longer than the application for the scholarship (laughs) and so i may or may not have tucked in some uh funny answers to like what are your skill set what are your special skills like i'm a forklift certified human uh kind of thing just to see if he actually reads it okay so the you know i think that's partially why they think i'm funny is because i do stuff like that i tuck in things just to see if they read it so Excellent. um i'm ready to get back in the swing of things and see everybody again so, good. yeah We're good all right yeah. well everybody have a great week thanks have for a listening. great week brooker and birch we love you um <laughs> and um you know happy happy
1: <laughs> bye y'all uh-uh.